0: So it's just us or just
1: us, apparently.
0: Yeah, that's great. We've done one of these podcasts without anybody else, you know? Really? Yeah, I think uh, the one time that we uh, recorded without anybody else was just, uh, I think that was when I was first showing you how to use like audacity and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, way back in the
0: day. Yeah, and it it ended up being like a twenty minute thing because you had you had double booked yourself.
1: Right, 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 right. right. Yeah,
0: that was a while ago.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I barely remember.
0: Uh, you barely remember. You sound tired.
1: Yes, I had uh, very little sleep last night. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's you... okay. We'll,
0: we'll just do a short one. We'll we'll keep it to these 20 minutes. Keep it... Uh, this will be...
1: Yes, like a nice, a, cozy uh, little...
0: Yeah, a nice intimate... This is just a... Uh, uh,
1: check-in. It's just a check-in.
0: Just a check-in. Just I was to let to think our of,
1: dedicated audience know that we're both... That we're, that we're okay. We're, um, I, we're you know,
0: happy, healthy, and alive.
1: And we, we really appreciate both of them very sincerely.
0: Very sincerely. All yeah. two all two
1: yes we still have i mean
0: (laughs) you say that um i mean i showed you uh at your uh, bachelorette yes um, oh yeah that we we have a metric now to look at but it like combines all of our uh like the three podcasts that we have and so it combined like all of the listeners into a single amount
1: okay what was Um, that number again i forgot
0: Well, that's the thing. I've kind of gotten a little too obsessed about keeping track of that. Oh, okay. Um, We, uh, I think the height of our uh, listenership was about a combined 500.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, And so, like, that's the height. It was around 530 or something like that. Uh Oh. And then, like, the lowest uh, that I've seen since... That Since we got that, like, really huge spike. The lowest uh, uh, weighed in around, uh, I guess, like, 4, 420, something like that. Okay. But we're, uh, yeah, we haven't dropped below 450 since then. So, like, I'm always just going to, like, I'm going to obsess, obviously, because I yeah. always do. Um, but, but, yeah, I...
1: I but like we Tentous. have hundreds that's that's wild do they actually listen to the whole thing can you tell how much of the podcast that i can't to?
0: i can't see i can Uh-oh. only see uh the number of subscribers and it is still an estimate because it's a combine of all the podcasts right
1: so, oh, okay so we don't yeah. know how many people are actually listening to this podcast
0: to ours specifically like to everything's the worst um yeah. it's yeah, I mean, even if we were to divide it evenly, that's still, what, like 150 per podcast? Sure. So that's that's nothing to to sneeze at.
1: Awesome.
0: I guess closer to like 120.
1: Very cool. Hello, all the peoples that are listening.
0: Yes. Uh, hello, and welcome to Everything is the Worst, uh, the official Scudsworth.com podcast. I am your host, Joshua, and I am here with uh, the lovely June, who is the only person who could clear their schedule today.
1: <laughs> yes. Carolyn went off yeah. to get exercise and I was feeling very lazy.
0: Yeah. And Haley, uh I don't know if I decided to leave in that bit in the beginning. Haley uh and I recorded something on Sunday, uh, but the file uh corrupt got corrupted, corrupted itself somehow. And so we lost that podcast. So this is my this is the second time we're recording these podcasts this week.
1: Yay.
0: Yay. Uh, June, how have you been?
1: How I've been you? well, what? actually, yes. Um, How's
0: your week since we recorded? I guess that was almost two weeks now.
1: Were we married at that point? I don't remember. Uh, has it been <laughs> two weeks? It has been two weeks. It's been over a month now. Oh, my goodness. So we were married when we recorded last. So yeah. I gushed all about that last time. Um,
0: not, not me and June, June and, and Carolyn, just to specify in case somebody's coming in and oh, like, what happened to, what happened to Camilla? Yeah,
1: no, June is not so into the boys. I mean, you're lovely, Josh. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, um,
0: I appreciate no, that. No, no. <laughs> I, I just, uh, have you seen what we do in the shadows?
1: I want to, I've heard good things. Oh, uh, okay. Me right
0: uh, there was just, uh, there's just this line like right near the beginning. Cause the whole gag is there. Uh, it's three vampires sharing a flat together right. in uh, New Zealand, and so like the first scene is having a uh, house meeting, um, and uh, it's basically to deride the one vampire for never doing his chores, uh-huh. and they're like, "Hey, you're a really cool guy and all," and he's uh, like, "Well, I'm happy to know I'm cool." And that's just <laughs> that's that was <laughs> like. You're a lovely boy, but it's the boy thing that it doesn't interest me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything fun? Uh, fun have, I mean, it hasn't been a month, has it? Uh, Jesus, oh, no, no a month since we got
1: married. That? We got married on the 8th. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, a month since the last podcast, I'm not sure. Um, let's hmm. see. Fun, fun. Well, Shadowbringers is coming out. Oh, my goodness. I'm so looking forward to that. Um, other fun stuff. We What's are... Shadowbringers? Uh, Carolyn and I are going to, her family does every month, all the family birthdays that month, get together and have a party. So this is, uh, I get to be involved in this month. I don't know. I think there's two or three other people who are also having birthdays in her family. So Mm. it's always a big celebration and strange as it sounds, it's almost more fun when you're celebrating multiple birthdays because like, there's just this, this energy there and everybody is excited to see each other. And I guess to some extent reminds me of hanging out with, uh, when I was a kid with, you know, my parents' family and all the cousins oh, that's, and, that's nice. you know, as our family grew up and kind of spread apart and everybody had their own kids, I haven't experienced that as much, but now I get to experience mm. that with Carolyn's side of the family. So that's really cool. Oh,
0: that is nice. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is, I, I can, I can relate with that just cause like, um, Me and all of my siblings have our birthdays, like, one after another. So it's, like, Ah, my older sister's in May, I'm in June, Uh, uh, my younger sister is in July, and then my youngest sister is in August. So it's, like, we have that same sort of, like, we probably should have just done It's, like, we're merging everybody's birthdays.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um.
0: Yeah. Any... I mean, what have you been filling your time with besides, uh, planning? I'm going to guess like 30 elaborate gifts because I know you that well. So it's like you, you would buy each individual gift and they'd all be thoughtful and just make, make the person you're giving them to feel like a real piece of crap for getting you a gift card again.
1: Oh yeah. Like you head over (laughs) to like Michael's and you get some, some ideas from like Etsy and Pinterest and stuff. And then you know, you just get out the the glue gun and sparkle kit and go to town. You know, um, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I
0: mean, come on, you're you're kind of like um, uh, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, right? It's like everything's <laughs> super thoughtful and it just annoys everybody else. See, how good you do.
1: See, I would do that, but I have to level up my Dark Knight in, in oh, Final Fantasy because Shadowbringer gotcha. is coming out, right? So, honestly, I've had right, Shadowbringers on the brain for.
0: Yeah. What is Shadow Burners? You said that twice now. I don't actually know what it is. Oh,
1: okay. So Final Fantasy 14 is uh, an MMO. Um <laughs> it's kind of like a weeb version of World of Warcraft. Is Weeb an offensive turn? I don't even know, but it's uh
0: I I think it's fine. I mean if you consider if you consider yourself a weeb, that's the whole thing. It's like anime nerds look at other anime nerds. And they're like, look at that fucking nerd. <laughs> even though they're that fucking nerd.
1: Yeah, I don't know, like the yeah. term has some derision. I generally try to own offensive terms unless they cross a certain line. That yeah. said, I mean, whatever. It's a very it's a very Japanese version of World of Warcraft, if you want to look at it that way. Okay. One. Um Anime. Yeah. Like it's, it's anime
0: World of Warcraft.
1: <laughs> it's it's specifically like Final Fantasy. So if you're big into Final Fantasy, the series, a lot of callbacks. Um, and, uh, the latest expansion is coming up. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, the, the story teasers that they've dropped so far have had some pretty big implications. It's one of those things where like, I could try to explain why these are irrelevant, but you would get bored about halfway through. Uh, it involves like warrior of light and the crystal goddess and the, the empire and just, Yeah. But but if you're invested in the story, it looks really good.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't say I'd get bored, but I like sincerely. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is the first game I've played since like Final Fantasy 4. So 15, I wasn't no.
1: super thrilled with.
0: Yeah, I mean, I and I can understand why it's not exactly the type of story that you would follow.
1: Well, like... okay, so. Like, ranking the Final Fantasies, for me personally, like, <laughs> six Oh, is oh the this shit. is the entire
0: episode now. Let's do it yeah. I want to talk about Final Fantasy, but if you want to
1: talk something else, uh, something else. what have you been up to? What have, what's been occupying your time of late?
0: Uh, I mean, it's just this. Like, it's... Just this. Day job, and then trying to, you know, keep a, enough of a buffer on the website so that we don't end up in that... Uh, uh content desert thing oh, that yes. we ha- had last year so yeah
1: people will leave yeah. quick i've noticed this with my like just my own internet habits if you've got somebody who doesn't update regularly you just stop checking in and then you just oh. stop caring
0: yeah i mean i kind of get that and like i am kind of that way um i tend to like give them the benefit of a doubt for like a couple months
1: well yeah Um, like a small drought is fine um yeah and like it's i think a lot of it too is consistency right like if you there are some like for example youtube creators that they only publish a video once in a blue moon but you know that they only publish a video once in a blue moon and it's quality when they do publish so it's fine uh
0: i've been really into h bomber guy he's awesome oh my goodness he's so good uh just the measured response videos he does are so like yes choice
1: i wish that he was like one of those daily uploaders but he might get boring at that point he's yeah yeah he's great uh contra points if you haven't seen contra points what are you doing with your life <laughs> uh
0: i want to also pitch out uh brian david gilbert he doesn't post on his own channel too much because he works for polygon now right and he does the uh unraveled series for polygon oh okay. and those are freaking hilarious.
1: Unraveled. What's um, the premise?
0: Uh, he puts way too much energy into, uh, trying to detangle like deep lore of things.
1: Oh, I think I've seen some um, of those. Yes. Yes. Okay. I do know. What you're yeah. Talking
0: about. Um. So I think, I feel like the, it's like the second or third one he did was the, uh, uh legend of zelda uh timeline because of yes i saw that one
1: i did yeah
0: yeah i didn't actually like that one terribly much but then uh like the first one that i watched him uh do and that kind of like got me hooked on all of his stuff uh was the um raiding castlevania monsters in terms of datability (laughs) and it's very good awesome all right i'll
1: have to check that out yeah
0: Um, uh we've got some articles do you want to do an article yeah let's
1: do an article what article do you want to
0: do uh i didn't put this one in the uh the chat and it's it's it doesn't have like a ton of legs but it kind of fits our i mean specifically you and i because i know that uh we're both fans of neil gaiman right good old right Is it good um, omens related? Good omens awesome. on Amazon Prime. Nice. Uh I don't have Prime, so I haven't seen it, but it looks really good and I love David Tennant, and I love how David Tennant plays every character just a little bit slutty. So at that's least, like yes. It just a little like there's he's got like a clause in his contract saying that he has to be at least 10% slutty in anything that he does. I can see um, it.
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. It would be weird so, if it wasn't just yeah.
0: Like, if you just, if he just walked out and I'm just, he's just like, Hey, I'm just a guy that you know, you'd be like, (laughs) what what are you doing? But if he comes in and it's like, hello, I'm a guy that you know, you're like, hell yeah, you are Dr. Who. Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Whatever.
1: If I saw David Tennant, I would, I would, I would have to, I would have to geek out. I would just, I would, I would be required (laughs) to completely lose my shit until he felt awkward and left. Um.
0: I mean that's most of the interactions people have with me. So oh yes, like, yeah, that's
1: right. You yeah, you're you're the I shit. Roll up and, like at the contact I, center. Oh no. If if I want free coffee, I'm like, hey, I know Josh, and they're like, you know Josh? Like Josh, 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 the like the artist Josh. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do, and they're like, oh oh, tell him I said hi, and uh, here this <laughs> is for you yeah
0: no yeah that was actually uh i was actually talking about it from the other side where i make everything awkward because i'm constantly just talking about my weird like interests and then they're like hey it's been 15 minutes i need to leave (laughs) so uh, Uh, but i appreciate you you pretending that i'm actually hot shit that's nice (laughs) um so there was a an article posted uh just today actually uh we're recording on the 20th of june yes. this will probably be up sometime on the weekend so All it right. shouldn't be too old news um so uh this was just posted on the guardian and i know the guardian The Guardian, yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it,
1: uh none of the canadian news sites are great wait is guardian canadian i think it is Maybe. uh
0: no oh. i think it's Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's uh, international, never mind. UK, UK, yeah, it's UK. Oh, is it? Well, I know that there is a Guardian Uh, UK,
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know my news. This one's .com, so I'm
0: guessing it's the, it's the American uh, splinter, but. um, I'm not
1: familiar with that. Yeah,
0: just, I, I know they're not awesome, so anybody who's leaving me a note, yeah, I'm aware. It's just, this article's too funny to pass up, because thousands petition Netflix to cancel Amazon Prime's good omens. (laughs)
1: Why? Okay, explain
0: this to me. Can you put it okay. put it in the podcast, so nerds? Uh... <clears throat> uh, oh yeah. Uh, let me. I'll send you the uh, uh, the article I'm reading here. Um, but this uh, is very funny for a few different reasons. Uh, so, a U.S. Christian group condemns Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's story as uh, quote making Satanism appear normal. Oh. Uh, end quote uh but they send the petition to the wrong company because they are petitioning netflix to cancel amazon prime's show which i mean i just love that that's to me that is uh chef kiss (laughs) you know it's
1: yeah um, it says something about the state of the world like I don't wanna talk about politics, but there's been a lot of that recently in the news where it's it's like beyond farcical. It's like meta-farcical where- Yeah.
0: So the reason this is so great yeah. is beyond the fact that they uh, sent the position to Netflix instead of Amazon, yeah. uh, there's nothing to cancel. It was a six episode miniseries. It was already filmed and put in one chunk. There's nothing to cancel.
1: Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so the six-part series was released last month, starring David Tennant yeah. and Mar- uh, Michael Sheen, um, who collaborate to prevent the coming of the Antichrist and imminent apocalypse. Now, wasn't
1: there talk of a follow-up? Uh, or am I just mis- missing something?
0: Uh, maybe, because, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of interviews with uh, uh, um, Neil Gaiman saying that you know there was a bunch of stuff that ended up being cut for time oh, okay so I, I imagine that like i i'm sure amazon will put out the blu-ray and have like the director's cut with everything that was cut. Oh, okay that makes more sense yeah. um so i i mean that's probably what it is um uh, Terry Pratchett uh, had passed away a few years ago, and yeah. his last request to Neil Gaiman was that before he died that they would adapt uh, the novel and uh, have it uh, produced. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Pratchett wanted there to be a movie, um, and Neil Gaiman started writing the script and pitched it, got it picked up for a miniseries instead, and unfortunately Terry Pratchett had had passed before they finished that. Oh, okay. Um, so that is the backstory of how that was made. Yeah, I remember his past, Uh, it was very
1: sad. But yeah, it's super cool. I've read the book, so I'm familiar with the story. Um, and yeah, it's the kind of thing where you couldn't really keep going with it unless Mm. you wanted to like do a completely new story, like you wouldn't be able to continue the original story.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Good Omens was a hundred percent, a standalone, uh, book. Yeah. Like... Um, a couple of Neil Gaiman's books all kind of uh, continuous, uh, uh, contiguous story, but it wasn't really a thing for this book. Yeah. Um, so uh, more than two, or sorry, more than twenty thousand supporters have signed the petition, in which they say "Good Omens" is quote another step to make Satanism look normal, light, and acceptable, and that it quote mocks God's wisdom. End quote. They complain that God is voiced by a woman, (gasps) Francis McDormand, and the Antichrist is a normal kid. And most importantly, this type of video uh, makes light of truth, error, good, and evil, and destroys the barriers of honor that society still has, or sorry, uh, barriers of horror, rather, uh, that society still has for the devil and they are calling on Netflix to cancel the show. Uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, who is just a delight and a very funny internet boy, Uh um, responded to the petition on Twitter, writing, I love that they are going to write to Netflix to try to get Good Omens canceled. Says it all, really. This is so beautiful. Promise me you won't tell them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love Neil Gaiman. Did you hear about, like, a few years ago... This guy wrote this ridiculous critique of him, um, something to the effect of he was complaining about people wasting tax dollars or whatever. And he's like, did you know Neil Gaiman, who I hate, got paid $20,000 to speak at some library? Like, what a ridiculous waste of money, like, for that pencil-necked little dweeb to you know, just come up and and blab for a few minutes and they gave him $20,000. And then Neil Gaiman responded with just like... Oh my goodness! I recommend googling it because I can't do it justice. But but essentially, he's talking about he called me a pencil neck little dweeb. I happen to like pencils. Pencils are really useful and 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 they're great. And you know, side note that twenty thousand dollars is actually like a pretty standard speaker's fee, which I donated to charity just just as a by the way kind of thing. But yeah, it was yeah. Just
0: I mean, I I like that Neil Gaiman. Um he definitely gets what the internet is now. Yeah. Um, he, he, he makes those responses the way that I imagine uh, Douglas Adams would respond. Yep. Like, I mean, remember the beginning of um, uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, his opening monologue thing is about how uh, humans will punish people for having good ideas like the whole the last person to try to you know come up with with a way to tell people to just be cool with each other got a guy uh nailed to a tree yep and i feel like these responses are just exactly the way that uh douglas adams would respond it's like yeah okay i promise it i promise this show won't be on netflix (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shrugs oh Yes.
1: You know? yeah i think okay what i've learned about the internet is it's basically i think i might have said this on the podcast before but it's basically a real life version of the monkey typewriter thought experiment where literally anything that yes. can be written will be written uh
0: but should it be written
1: <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it yeah it's getting ridiculous but Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the article that I sent, because that's really exciting.
0: Sure. I think you had a much uh, nicer one to talk about today.
1: Yes. Uh, Where was it? Oh, yes. Okay. So, Janet Mock, for those who don't know, is a uh, a trans woman who is a a rather famous writer, all things considered. Um, Her upbringing was tumultuous, to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, But she basically put herself through school while earning enough money to pay for all of her transition-related care uh, and and through a rather difficult and unpleasant job that a lot of people just don't have proper levels of respect for, uh, got very, very good marks in school and managed to net herself a very posh job at a New York magazine and also managed to live more or less completely stealth for several years. Uh, stealth meaning that nobody that she worked with knew that she was trans until she decided that she wanted to come out because the trans community needed better represent. Well, not better, but more representation. Um, yeah. By better, I mean like more robust and well-rounded and multifaceted um, and has been an absolutely amazing um ally and advocate for trans rights, and recently Netflix has hired her on. Um, It's it's a multi-million dollar deal to develop projects, and uh, she is the first trans woman to have a pact at a major studio. Uh, Now, Netflix did have a show with the Wachowskis, uh, which lasted for three seasons and a couple specials, I think. Um, So this isn't entirely unprecedented but it's still super cool that they're giving uh, Janet Mock a chance and I'm super excited to see what she comes up with uh, she's pretty awesome and I highly recommend her two books
0: so they haven't uh, like announced the show that uh, she's doing then?
1: Um, she's an executive producer so she's not doing okay. a show uh, specifically oh so she
0: didn't like there wasn't something she was pitching yeah
1: I think and she's, she's okay. gonna act in a producer capacity so like presumably, um, her focus is going to be on finding projects that uh, focus on marginalized voices. But mm. um, yeah, so the next fixed deal, uh, to quote the article, will enable Mock to create programs that employ and highlight communities that have historically been ignored by Hollywood, including the intersectional space Mock herself occupies as a woman of color and a highly visible trans person. She is interviewing creative executives for her yet-to-be-named production banner. Uh, Projects in development include a college-set drama following a young trans woman, a series about New Orleans after the abolishment of slavery, and a reboot of a classic sitcom. So, very cool stuff. I'm excited for all I of it. I wonder
0: what sk- sitcom.
1: Uh,
0: Let us speculate wildly.
1: Okay. It's going to be MASH. It's totally going to be MASH. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Yes. No,
0: kidding. <laughs> uh, Hogan Hero might be fun, uh, but I think MASH is the one to do. I mean, you could do MASH in Afghanistan. It's another forever okay. war.
1: I maintain, uh, I think we might have also talked about this, about like characters that were accidentally trans. And Klinger, uh, the character is definitely cisgender. I'm not arguing otherwise. The writers wrote him as cisgender. The actor played him as cisgender. Uh, but I maintain that the people writing it would have still looked to cross dressers for inspiration. And I think that if you view the show through the lens that Klinger is, in fact, a trans woman who is just fucking with everybody and playing up this opportunity for all it's worth. The show works just as well, if not better, uh, in my humble opinion. So, uh,
0: I seem to remember like season four or something. Uh, they got a new CEO and they're like no more dresses. And then, uh, Klinger is just, you know, marching in fatigues and stuff. And he's like, They know I'm not crazy and yet they still just won't let me do this thing. And he was like talking about really missing getting to express himself with, with women's clothes now. So yeah, I, I, I think that would track. Like if they were more aware at the time that show was coming out, they may have leaned into it.
1: Yep. The thing is, okay, like here's, here's kind of my perspective on it. First and foremost, He was the happiest character on the show, uh, hands down. Um, You know, uh, gender identity notwithstanding, he, he he was just having an absolute blast. And, you know, fair. Like, that's the energy. It was a sitcom, and that was kind of his character was to have that energy. But, like, just the character themselves. You know, you've got this situation where people are coping with extreme depression through, like, you know...
0: Through trauma, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: and, like, yeah. it's it's coping with trauma through humor, but there's there's a bitterness underlying everything except for Klinger. Klinger's just happy, mostly. Um, I, Yeah, every episode, like, swung wildly to Maudlin now and then, and Klinger was no exception. But, I mean, like, he had full racks of various outfits. He actually had a collection going. It's not like he had one or two dresses. And, again, this was, you know, part of the show just playing it up for laughs but he he had like wardrobes. He was coordinated. He had matching shoes and jewelry. like he was set. Um yeah, <laughs> so he if if okay, if this was like a real thing and I knew this person in real life, I would not believe for a second that they were completely cisgendered. let me just let me just put it that out there. Like, as a fictional character, he's whatever his creator says he is. If he was a real person, like, no no dude you you got some shit to work out <laughs>
0: so i think uh we've stumbled onto a new recurring segment yeah. just whenever uh whenever it strikes you we can do uh uh, uh accident accidental trans with uh, with june <laughs> where you point out that uh some character on some show uh would make a lot more sense like would be a much more fleshed out character if they just realized the character that they were writing was either a trans person who uh was closeted or a trans person who was passing well enough to be in hiding uh or just like this person is definitely trans they just haven't figured that out <laughs> themselves yes yet. Yeah. i think uh yeah. i think you got a segment we, there we can do
1: this yeah there's there's some room to grow here <laughs> All
0: right, then. I mean, it's that or horrible bird news again.
1: <laughs> there, What was the bird? Oh, the uh, the crow who left the guy a present.
0: That was fun. Uh, I was just talking more about uh, on Father's Day, uh, the knife crow of memes uh, was found out to be a dad. Yeah. yeah, there's a meme of a crow who steals knives from like restaurants and oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. And so he's been lovingly referred to as Knife Crow. And they uh, found out that he has a a nest of of chicks and stuff. that's adorable. So it's Knife Crow is Knife Dad. (laughs) That's
1: so cute.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This just in, breaking news, Florida Man!
1: What's what's Florida Man up to recently? (laughs)
0: Well, Florida Man asks a cop to help him start a scooter he was trying to steal. (laughs) (laughs) So Florida Man was arrested asking an officer for a screwdriver to start a scooter. The problem was the scooter didn't belong to him. Uh, Florida Man was spotted pushing a 2013 Honda scooter in Clearwater Beach on Wednesday. Witness who saw him called the police. When the officer approached Floridman, uh, he asked for a screwdriver to start the scooter, and he said he didn't know who owned it.
1: Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, in the uh, in the overarching fiction of Floridman, uh, what uh, what part of his cryptid nature would you say that belonged to?
1: Um, his extremely trusting nature.
0: Uh, oh, oh, I like this. It's like, um, just like one of those, uh, friendly Fae folk who are like, I don't know nothing about the big city, mister. Will you help me, help me start this metal horse? Yeah,
1: I found this and it's real nice <laughs> and I, I'd like to take it for a spin, but I don't even know who owns it. Wait, that's not a, that's not a Florida accent. So that's, 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 that's kind of disrespectful. I mean, My apologies to the people I have just offended.
0: Um, uh, country
1: bumpkins.
0: They're not really. I don't really know how to place uh, that uh, that accent. Yeah,
1: let's. I, that's the problem with accents. I used to love accents, and now I find out they're like all horribly offensive. If I don't have relatives. Oh, they
0: they super are. But does Florida really? W- quick, what does uh, uh, dude from Miami Vice sound like? <laughs> uh. Who was in Miami Vice? Now that I'm thinking uh, about
1: it, that was—I don't know. I'm just picturing like the, the pants and the, the the white pants and the the poofy jacket. What was his name? Yeah. Um, Drawing a blank.
0: So basically, just sound coked up, I guess. <laughs> you know, what, maybe we should avoid uh, avoid accents and. Yeah,
1: I miss accents. I love accents, but no, nope. no, nope. yeah. the the age has passed. I suppose I can do a British passed. accent, but that's because it's terrible. And, you know, it's just like, June. stop doing that. It's very annoying. It's, it's literally the response I get every time I do it. So anyways.
0: Oi, governor! <laughs> this is really offensive to us Brits! <laughs> is that anything? I don't Probably.
1: know. <laughs> Probably. Can you do my grandfather's uh, well... silly. Stop it. Sit down. Quiet up. Just, just stop it. Stop being silly.
0: It's a thing that you would say to me a lot. That's not a knife! This is a (laughs) knife! Oh, good times, good times. All
1: right, what do you want to plug? I'm sure I... What do you want to plug? Oh,
0: yeah, let's let's wrap up. We wanted to do a short one today anyways. Um, Oh, uh, I think you might have suggested this one to me, but I've seen it a lot on... uh, uh on the internet and like on uh on twitter and, and tumblr yeah. and whatnot uh and i just uh you know we ran out of things to watch on netflix and i saw it and i'm like hey we should give this one a try um it's a uh sitcom uh called one day at oh a yes time. yes
1: uh caroline yeah. actually got me onto it it's great like
0: yeah it's it's really yeah, not bad for
1: something that is like very sitcom like it's
0: oh it is yes, it yes,
1: is yes. like this is the kind of thing that if it was on TGIF back in the day it would fit right in except you know the daughter's a lesbian spoiler alert but whatever
0: yeah um so yeah i i mean we we watched uh like i i i mentioned that it was a like a three season thing but it got canceled in its third season uh i mean it's a remake of like a 75 yep uh yeah comedy drama thing um just uh running through the super quick uh synopsis it's a netflix uh, original comedy drama inspired by norman lear's yeah 75 series of the same name Uh, this series follows the life of Penelope, a newly single army veteran, and her Cuban-American family as they navigate the ups and downs of life. Now, a nurse, Penelope, is raising two strong-willed children. Uh, when faced with challenges, Penelope turns to her old-school mother and her building manager, who is just... the weirdest dork. I mean... He's probably the weakest part of the series. Like, he's definitely the funniest, but it's just because they were trying to... I mean, uh, since Seinfeld, every show is like, we need a Kramer. And it's yeah. like, you kind of don't. Let let these characters develop naturally. He doesn't have to just be the weirdo.
1: Yeah, like, I like the character, but a lot of times they're kind of reaching for stuff for him to do. Yeah. Yeah. And like, a lot of times they almost kind of make a joke of the fact that there's absolutely no reason for him to be in the scene. And yeah, like they're pretty upfront about the, oh, hey, I just stopped by to try your grandmother's cooking. And they're like, okay. And then they just roll with it. And then they run the scene and you just don't pay attention to the fact that he is very much tacked on, but it's it's fine like he's a good character. I'm not necessarily criticizing that sort of thing, and the writing is really on point for the most part, so yeah
0: for the most part um, um i mean like when uh i mean it's it's fine like when they um did the uh the daughter. Yeah. uh, Spoilers. Yeah. She, she's a lesbian and she starts a a gay straight alliance. Yeah. I'm not sure
1: if I got that far, but yeah, Carolyn told me about it anyways.
0: Yeah. She does start a gay straight alliance thing and she has, uh, uh, people in there and, and they, uh, there are, uh, gender nonconforming people in the group. And so there's this whole gag about pronouns in it. and I thought that was kind of not, it wasn't done very well in my opinion, and I might uh-huh. be totally off base with it, but, like, the joke was, uh, this one's this person goes by she, her, this is they, them this is, uh, Z, Zer yeah. uh, this is he, him right, and they do they do that but that gag was basically just saying uh just saying, like, pronouns as as she's directing uh this club um and i mean it's fine but when i was watching it i'm just like they still works i mean you can say they for this group of people you can also say they for the individual people because they by uh like by its function is gender neutral it's it's fine and also you can use their names. Their names are fine too. Like it doesn't, you don't have to use pronouns if you're talking to people in the same room. Right. So I, I just, I just felt like that didn't, that didn't play as well as I think they were hoping it to. But again, I might be off base because I am.
1: I'd I'd have to see the scene. And also like, I am still very much binary. So I can't necessarily comment on, like, non-binary pronouns except what I've been told. And, I mean, I know some, like, queer people, but the ones that I know are all... They have, like, a preferred gender pronoun and then a preferred, like, neutral pronoun. I don't know anyone that well who's Zzer. I know a few, like, they prefer they there, but they'll go with one or the other yeah. generally. Like... Yeah, so,
0: I, I mean, like I said, it was a, it was fine, and I got what they were trying to do, and yeah. like, I, I wasn't like offended at the end of it, but you know, watching it, I'm like, there was better ways to make that that joke. There was better ways to make that point. And again, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about it. I just it felt, kind it of felt like it. it was a little uh, forced. I guess is or a good flat. way to put it, but I, yeah. it, it was just flat.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There, <sighs> there's a lot to unpack as far as, like, society's perception of gender and this idea that we need to identify gender. Like, honestly, one of the best commentaries I saw, again, speaking of, like, accidental trans, um, was the SNL skit It's Pat, which is... Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Like, it's awful. Um, yeah. But what's really fascinating about it is that it seems to have a deeper and more nuanced understand nuanced understanding of non-binary people and the challenges they face while also being completely oblivious that that's their actual subject. Like
0: Yeah, it's like you're making a point that one you don't believe in and two that you don't know that you're making, which kind of makes it worse.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Like again, if you if you kind of shift the perspective to the character of Pat, you know, first and foremost, the the skits all play it off like Pat is kind of oblivious to the fact that like they're non binary. When the reality is that to pull off that degree of like like complete non binary, yeah. that yeah. that takes some that takes some effort. Like
0: Yeah, it's there was clearly a goal for that thing, and the joke was that they're pretending to be oblivious. And... Yeah. God, and, I haven't thought of that in a long time.
1: I know. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, okay, so, you know, you have cis-binary people who... And, and again, like, the, the running gag is people trying to figure it out. And the point is that it's none of your fucking business.
0: Yeah. they that the show
1: a... never quite gets that yeah. asking the question is thoroughly inappropriate even though like people are constantly dancing around it like nobody outright says hey what gender are you but at mm. the same time it's kind of like the running gag is people are like oh my goodness are they a boy or a girl when like or neither is yeah. also you know
0: or both or not applicable question the question yeah. is wrong yeah. yeah exactly yeah Well did you want to want people to check out this did street? i talk
1: about die last time
0: Yes, uh, that was the uh the one that I someone referred to as uh the old D&D cartoon show. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, it was both it's basically of us. that I think all of but us did that make, Like make that it joke. explains how fucked up these people would be as grown-ups kind of. Yeah. Um and also yeah. what happens when you come like if you actually come back to a world that you played as if it was a DD and d campaign but it actually had Consequences. Real consequences. Yeah. Like all of the random shit that players do to NPCs.
0: The murder <laughs> hobo thing.
1: <Yeah. laughs> yes. Yes. Um yeah, so it's really cool for that. Okay, what else can I Shadowbringers? Woo, Shadowbringers. Um, so
0: June wants you to play uh Final Fantasy 14 with her.
1: Oh no. <laughs> um it's honestly like it's great if you're into MMOs, but if you're not into MMOs, you already know that you're not into MMOs. Yeah. Um, what is a good thing to plug? I want to. I really want to try Bloodstained. Um, Bloodstained
0: I've heard, Ritual of the Night? Or? Yes, I've heard
1: very good things, but it doesn't come out on the Switch until the 25th. And I, uh, I don't know. I kind of want it on the Switch, so I'll probably wait. Yeah,
0: it does kind of seem like a Switch game. I mean, I... I played, um, curse of something, the
1: curse of the Blitz moon. Thing. Yeah. That, yeah, that was really moon. cool. And I played that on the switch as well and yeah, would it. recommend. Um,
0: it's pretty good if you like Castlevania stuff, cause that's what it is. It's just, uh,
1: yeah. Like that's pretty yeah. much every review I've said I've read is like, <clears throat> look, if they just called this thing Castlevania and changed nothing else about it,
0: it would people would buy it. Like yeah. it would.
1: Yeah. It, this yeah. is a Castlevania game in all but name. And, hey, I'm all on board with that. So. <laughs> uh,
0: there's nothing wrong with that. It, it's Yeah, it, the the first thing was fun. Um, yep. I don't know that I would pick up the second one, or the uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Moon.
1: Uh, that is what it's called, right? Yes, yeah. Um, I, don't think yeah. I,
0: like, I, I mean, I know when a game's for me and when a game's not for me, and... I mean, that's just it's definitely not going to be a game for me because like I, I would play a platformer like that and just be like too frustrated by the end. I would just be like, nah,
1: yeah, nah, I can't enough. do it. Like, yeah. I OK, when I was a kid and I had nothing but free time and I would get one game every few months for yeah, sure. a game like yeah. that. Absolutely. I would just play the crap out of it because there was nothing else to play. These yeah. days where, you know, I can find six other things to do just by looking around my living room. Yeah. um like, like, I played Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. And, again, it's one of those games where, you know, if I had scads of free time and, and several months to kill, yeah, I, I I would probably play it a lot more than I did. But I played yeah. it until I got a guy that killed me, like, eight times in a row, and then I was like, eh, I, I can find something yeah, Like respect the game. I'm not criticizing the game. I think it's great. I think it's great that the game exists, but I mean, I don't, I don't need to die 20 times in to a row to a yeah. to, uh, guy. And you know what? There is, there is a wide, beautiful internet full of people who are willing to do that and stream it for me. So that's yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> and I mean, at the end of the day, I summed yeah. that up in uh, a comic uh, gamers uh, are people to comic like ages ago. Yeah. Like, you could play all, all of these games that you have, you know, just waiting to be beat or even started, or you could read one of your, you know, 30 books on your to read pile, or you could spend your free time working on a project that you set aside and haven't come back to yet. Or you could just fall asleep on the couch, watching Brooklyn nine nine for the 20th time, like a big old piece of shit. And guess which one I always
1: choose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. can relate.
0: Yeah. Uh... Uh, let's wrap up. We did almost an hour when we said we were just going to like hammer at a, a half hour. Once, so okay. uh, June, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't go there anymore. No, uh, no. Oh, uh, no. okay. So technically, <laughs> my Twitter is Gemini underscore trends, but like, I think anybody who goes to check will be like, "Wait, you posted ah, shit, like literally two things ever?" So.
0: Uh, <laughs> Would you want people to come join you in a in a raid on Final Fantasy, or should we just leave that alone?
1: Uh uh uh-huh. Um maybe no, not no, then. Maybe <laughs> If not you had yet. to pick this art probably not. All yeah. right, so
0: uh you can find June at nowhere, none of your business, leave her alone. <laughs> uh, you can uh you can find uh, me uh on Twitter I'm at tiska that's t e h s e u d. Uh you can check out the Instagram, it's uh Scudsworth. so t h . s e u d s w o r t h. Uh you can find our Patreon. If you have uh, a couple dollars that you, uh, you know, just can't find anything worth to, to spend it on, maybe come to our Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash same as everything else. Uh, and of course, you can just find everything on scudsworth.com. And... Yeah yeah and we're still we're still at this point where I'm able to put something up almost every single day cuz uh, the backlog hasn't been used up yet so yeah um, backlog yeah if you haven't uh like if you if you've just found this podcast by like happenstance there is like a solid 13 14 years worth of content uh that I'm slowly re-updating since we changed the website so there's always going to be something new you can just start start digging through that that wait whole have we been doing mess. the
1: podcast that long
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's it's more than just podcasts there it's web comics it's videos it's wait art. your website
1: is more than just this podcast what
0: i look i don't mean to shock you you've known me for Five years out of the thirty-one I've been alive. Yes, I've had I've done things before we met. What? I know it's a it's a big shock. What? I'm I'm so sorry. I have a life outside YouTube.
1: <laughs> I I need to lie down for a bit. I I what?
0: Okay. I'll I'll text uh, Carolyn say that you're really struggling with these concepts. <laughs> you go lie down on the couch. Okay.
1: Um, okay. It's, it's okay, Josh. I, I accept that you have a life outside of the podcast that we do once every few months.
0: Yes. Well, I actually just looked it up. It's, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, we posted our last episode on May 29th, so, you know, it's only been oh. three weeks.
1: Well, all right then.
0: Uh, two weeks, really. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. We just got to make sure that we we jump on this uh, once a week and that when I text you about the podcast, you don't just send me bitmojis.
1: <laughs> I... If
0: you listen, thanks for listening. I'm not going to let June defend her stance anymore.
1: No. Um, There's no defender. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, it's fine. We still love you. <laughs> um, if you listen, thanks for listening. If you didn't listen, thanks for nothing. Uh, allow us to play you out, and then I, the music plays.
1: <laughs> I miss when we used to sing songs. Okay.
0: Uh, should we start playing like an actual song instead of the outro music? No, I'm, I'm okay with that.
1: That got <laughs> tedious. Where we had to like think of a new song every week, and it's something the outro.